Well, as we saw on Sunday, the fallout from the Fremantle Football Club performance against the Bulldogs was all about the injuries. Courageous in the game and then in the blink of an eye, things went pear-shaped. And one man who might be able to keep us up to date with what's taking place at the footy club is the General Manager of Football Operations and Performance, Joe Bridey. And he's been kind enough to join us on, I'm sure, what is going to be a significant day for the footy club in the next week, two weeks, or if not, the rest of the season. Joe, it was carnage out there. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. It, it was, um, yeah, some really courageous acts by some of our players, which we we love to see. Um, I put the body on the line every week, and um, yeah, look the way they went about it in the, in the last quarter just shows the passion they've got for the club and want us to get over the line. But unfortunately, maybe, yeah, obviously sustained a few injuries from the, the latter part of the game. Can't talk too much about uh, you know going too far back, but you know that ninety second period where you know we saw blokes, we saw uh, the big fella Sean Darcy getting treatment on the hamstring on the on the boundary line. Then we looked back and we saw uh, Brennan Cox grab high hamstring, looked really really bad, could barely get off the ground, and then Nat Fife dislocates his shoulder. I mean that all happened in ninety seconds. Your medical staff, the coaching box, it must have been chaos. Can you give me a a first hand uh, view of where you were at the time and how that all unfolded? Yeah, look, sitting on the bench, it is a little bit chaotic um, with our medical staff. And it's something that I haven't seen before in my time at 10 years at the club. Um, that many injuries happening, as you said, in, in 90 seconds. So it was a little chaotic and we didn't know where to look next. But um, look, the way everyone handled themselves and, and we were able just to get back on task in terms of um, looking back at the game and how we could manage just the one rotation we had left on the bench for the, the majority of the last quarter um, was a credit to the way our staff went about it. Very true. Uh, your depth as well. Um, you know, you've got a couple of boys that are doing okay. Lloyd Meek, almost a shoe-in to come back in. Joel Weston's been close for a couple of weeks now as well. I also noticed Alex Pierce. Everyone thought Alex Pierce was very close, but he was at scans yesterday. I wasn't there, but only looking at social media and some of the other media coverage saying that he was at scans as well. Is there still some concern on him? Yeah, it was actually just he had an incident late in the game where he fell awkwardly onto his wrist, him, uh, which, to be honest, we just done as a, a precaution yesterday. Uh, we're fairly confident and there shouldn't be any concerns with his wrist, but um, just with the, the soreness and the way he pulled up, it's one of those ones that the docs just like to check out. So um, at this point in time, we're, um, we're hopeful and confident he'll be available for this week, um, which will be important, obviously, with uh, with Brennan and and Griffin Logue to miss. Yeah, it just gives an update on Griffin. We don't know Brendan's obviously a look of a real long term. A concussion, uh, Oscar Allen, Brad Shepherd, um, they missed, or Brad Shepherd will certainly miss the game against Richmond for West Coast. Oscar Allen, uh, I heard him on a podcast yesterday saying that it really did knock him about his fall at Optus Stadium. He felt crook for a couple of days and barely got out of bed. What's the advice you've been given for, for Griffin Logue? And he'll take the, the protocol as per, but how's he feeling a, a, a day or two after? Yeah, look, uh, obviously the incident was quite significant and mm. we all know how Aaron Norton goes about his footy and the way he tacks the ball and the courage from Griffin's perspective to be going back with the flight solely with his eyes on the footy. Again, we'd love to see it, but he just put his body on the line and unfortunately the significance of the head knock, yeah, as you said, ruled him out with concussion. So he'll go through the AFL concussion protocols, which will mean he'll definitely miss this weekend. Um, we obviously have a bye the following weekend, so at this point in time we'd be hopeful based on that that he would then be uh, available for our round 15 fixture against Collingwood uh, but it's just something you have to monitor so closely uh, at the moment he said that he's feeling okay he hasn't had um, we believe this is his first concussion speaking to him after the game so he hasn't had them before 
Um, so it'll be a new experience for him, and we just need to um, look after his well-being and, and obviously ensure these symptoms are, are looked after and cared for. Yeah, very, very important, uh, the uh, the post-game care of these players. And it has a lot to do with their living arrangements, who they live with, whether they live with mates. So that puts pressure on their teammates or friends or partners or wives or mums and dads. It's incredible the people that have to come into play in regards to the, the, the concussion protocols and keeping an eye on players who are, are feeling crook courtesy of a concussion. Yeah, you're 100% right. It impacts everyone involved and it's just something you have to monitor so closely, especially in the first few days um, with that care at home. So thankfully for, for Griffin, he actually drove to the game with Matthew Tabernard, uh, who was a late withdrawal, and then uh, Tabs drove him home and, and was with him uh, that night. So, um, yeah, obviously very important part of any concussion is the, the people at home monitoring the players and supporting them. Joe Bridie, General Manager of Football Operations and Performance of Fremantle Football Club. We're talking, unfortunately, a bit doom and gloomish about Fremantle, but they'll get up. They've got Gold Coast this week and you've got to bounce back, of course. There's no doubt about that. You've still got the capabilities of doing so, but you might be doing it without your skipper. I know you're meeting with your medical staff and your doctors and specialists and all that after lunchtime, and we're probably not going to know till late this afternoon. But just in general terms, it was a busy day for scans yesterday. What's your general vibe on the availability of some of those, or you're not prepared to, to go down? that line just yet, Joe? Yeah, look, obviously Nathan suffered the dislocation um, of his shoulder late in that game. It's an, it's an injury that he's had before uh, in 2019, so it's just one of those ones where depending on how you go with the, the power returning to the player, whether you need to go down a surgical path or not, uh, is something that um, takes some time to, to work through. Um, post-game, uh, obviously the reasoning for Nathan being put out at that time, he, he hadn't had any power, um, so that's why he was, he was ruled out straight away. But that's something that you can get back over the coming days. So look, uh, at this stage, obviously, looks that unlikely that Nathan would be available for for this weekend. But um, in terms of looking at the remainder of the season, we're going to need a, a bit of time just to assess that and speak to the specialists and, and obviously speak to our medical team and Nathan himself about what the next steps are. Is the initial uh, diagnosis for Brennan Cox surgery? Is it? Is it look like that? I mean, uh, I was talking to, or well, I heard Matthew Pavlich yesterday on Gillian Goss say it certainly looked as bad a hamstring. When you see a play go down like that, no ice on it. It looks very. It, it looked pretty obvious that he was in a pretty bad way. Yeah, we're anticipating a, a high grade uh, hamstring strain. Um, Obviously, just the the way that he, as you said, the way that he went down and, and needed to be assisted off the ground, um, they never looked good. So again, normally um, in assessing their situations, take some time just to look at the scan and speak to some specialists if it, if it is a, a high end um, strain or obviously potentially require some surgery, and, and then we'll expect that Brennan will be out for an extended period of time. Matthew Tabitha was close, wasn't he? Really close, really close. He trained with the team on Saturday. Uh, captain's run at, at Optus Stadium. Um, and then just on Sunday, pulled up a bit for a sore from that. So, look, obviously, we know the talent that Tabs is and how important he is to our team. So, he took uh, every precaution and, and he was obviously a, a late withdrawal. So, he'll uh, he'll train again this week. We've got main training tomorrow. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed that Tabs gets through the week and he can be available for selection this weekend. Most commonly asked question, Joe Bridie, is where's Stephen Hill at? We get a lot of people contact our radio station through the texts, uh, 0487 736 736, and they ask, what is the latest with Stephen Hill? Can you give the official line on when, where, why, and how we'll see Stephen Hill again? 
Yeah, look, Stephen, obviously, he's been doing a significant load um, into returning. He's been in the football program for the last couple of weeks. So um, he's just one that we need to, to monitor really closely um, and make sure that, obviously, his body's ready to go and um, can go through the rigours of, obviously, AFL um, that requires. So he's doing all, ticking all the right boxes and, and working through that. Um, so we're hopeful that he'll be available um, in the coming weeks, but we just need to make sure that we can manage Stephen um, in the right way. Big time. Big time for the footy club, mate. Uh, you're not out of the top eight race, but you're going to have to require all your troops to do the right thing and when given opportunities. And you do get the Gold Coast, and they're very gettable, especially with the game back at home. And you certainly still have enough talented personnel to do the job. What's the vibe inside the playing group on a Tuesday with what has been a pretty, uh, I don't know, season-defining weekend of footy, in particular through the injury list? Yeah, although the injuries are obviously really disappointing um, and obviously it gives other players an opportunity, but to take it up to the, the Bulldogs the way we did leading into that last quarter, we were 10 points down and, mm. and again, um, didn't convert the way we would have liked to in that third quarter, which would probably give us the opportunity to be leading and going into the last quarter. So we know how talented the Bulldogs are. They're the top two team for a reason uh, and the way they go about it. So for our team, there's definitely some positives in the way that we're playing in our system and the method and the way we're going about it. And it's real putting that four-quarter effort together. Uh, obviously, we saw that against Sydney a couple of weeks ago and the way we competed around the contest. So uh, for our group, we just want to continue to take that forward. And that starts this weekend. Although the injuries are frustrating, it gives someone else an opportunity um, and to take that opportunity. And from our perspective, it's a, it's a great opportunity to bounce back against Gold Coast on Saturday and then have a break and, and look to hit the ground running in the back half of the season. And hopefully, uh, some of the injuries we've spoken about, we can see them come back. Reload, recharge, and uh, go at the back half of the season. Appreciate your time, mate. I know it's a massive day for your footy club, and uh, we'll keep an ear and an eye out on the Fremantle website, I'm sure, and anything that comes out of the footy club in regards to the availability of talent and where to now for that unfortunate, ever-growing injury list. But it was a courageous performance by the boys, and and that's certainly not talking about honourable losses or anything like that. It was a genuine performance that I think Fremantle fans walked away from were very, very, very uh, proud of. It was a very courageous effort, and so well done to it to all the lads. Thanks for joining us today. No worries. Thanks, Tim. Good on you. There's Joe Bridey, General Manager of Football Operations and Performance for the Fremantle Football Club. So keep an ear and an eye out on SEN, but in particular the Fremantle website and all their socials. They will have the breaking news in regards to where to now for their injuries uh, listed players, and in particular that of their captain, Nat Fife. Stay with us. Plenty more. We're talking with Connor West shortly from the West Coast Eagles who made his West Coast Eagles waffle debut at the weekend. This is the Sporting Goss.